This week on The Swearwolves, we bid farewell to Pennywise by discussing It, Chapter 2. Swearwolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. Previously on the Swearwolves. Dick joke. Dick joke. Dick joke. Fart joke. Poop. Dick, dick, fart, fart, poop. Swearing. Profanity. Non sequiturs. <laughs> Anecdotes. <laughs> and then we talked about it. Chapter yes. one. This week we are doing it, chapter two. Back for more. Back for more. It's a different week. It's different guys. Different shirts. <laughs> Same guys. A week has passed. God, has it been a week already? It doesn't feel that long at all. (laughs) It feels like mere minutes. So why don't we just jump right into this? This is the continuation of our last week's episode. I hope you're doing well, my friend. I know you are because I just talked to you. (laughs) Um, If you haven't listened to our last week's episode, guess what? You don't have to. Just listen to this one. (laughs) It Chapter 2 came out in 2019. So long ago. September 6th, 2019. David, what was the number one movie in the box office? Mm, this movie. You are correct. It, Chapter 2, was the number one box uh, movie in the box office. I don't know if I saw this in the theater. I did not. In fact, I have only seen this movie once, and it was yesterday. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, it was my first time seeing it. Okay, so as much as you liked it, you said it's one of your favorite movies. You love watching. I didn't say it was one of my f- favorite movies. I just really liked. Well, you it. gave it four and a half. Oh, hits. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't, I didn't vocalize like this is one of my favorite movies. You said you love. I this do. Movie. I do love that. It's it's a very good. Okay. Movie. You had no interest to see the second one. I actually did want to see it, but I remember when it came out, reviews seemed like they were kind of eh, and mm-hmm. I also knew it was going to be really really long, and it also like I think I just had some stuff going on. I was like, I'll see it when it comes out, like on streaming or whatever. Uh-huh. And then I think I recorded it off of HBO or something one night and I started to watch it. So I actually saw like the first 10 minutes or so. And mm-hmm. it was one of those things where it was like, I think it was like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, am I really going to stay up until like two, two in the morning watching this? <laughs> Probably not. And I shut it off. And, I, and then I just never got back to it. I find that interesting. I too loved the first one. Not as much as you. It's one of your favorite movies of all time. <laughs> <laughs> But I too loved the first one, and I was like, "Meh, I'll wait for the second one." It's like, what? I I don't know. I don't know if I did it for the same reasons, but I was just like, "Meh." Yeah, I just never got around to it, and it's yeah. so long. Like I started watching it last night. I just finished about five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, yes, it is long. We'll get to the stats on that in a second. What was the number one song? Uh, the weekend that this movie came out. So much pressure. Can Let's I see if go? you go Can two go for two. two for you two. could. You could. It's a popular song. Okay, and I picked a popular song that had legs. I picked Uh, Old Town Road by Lil Nas X. You are 100% wrong. Damn it. (laughs) I thought I did it. (laughs) 
No, Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Ah, okay. I just took a DNA test and it turns out I'm 100% that Wasn't that, bitch, David. Uh, did we have that song before? Probably. It's a popular yeah, it's a, song. It's a good song. Yeah, I like Lizzo. I listened to it today. Did you? Yeah, it's good. I like Lizzo also. Uh, written by Gary Doberman, who was one of the writers of the first one. Oh, they just brought back one. The other two, they're like, Well, I think what happened was... We, we had talked about in the in the first episode or in the previous episode uh, how there was multiple iterations of that script. I think this Gary Dauberman took one of those and had to give credit to the other guys. Oh, because it had it pieces he, that they had contributed to? Yes. Okay. That I think sense. so. This, again, is based on the novel by Stephen King, directed by our favorite Italian, Andy Muschietti, with music by Benjamin Walfish. Billy Mouth, Big Mouth, Big Mouth, <laughs> Billy, Billy Bass himself. Yeah. We're produced by Barbara Muschietti. Oh, wow. Family And he's like, hey, hey, Babs, get over here. Get over this here. is my wife. She's going to produce she, this movie. She's going to produce the fuck out of it. Yeah, I produce it. I produce it for you, Andy. <laughs> Andy, yeah, anything for Andy. Oh, oh, Andy, thank you for giving me this job. <laughs> She's smacking on gum. <laughs> Andrew, it's Andy. What does a producer do exactly? <laughs> I want to take care of the finances. <laughs> uh, also helping out with the production was uh, Dan Lynn and Roy Lee. I need some help over here. <laughs> Can you hire a couple of guys? <laughs> yeah, right. Anything for you, toots. <laughs> Uh, this movie stars Jessica Chastain as Beverly Marsh, James McAvoy as Bill Denbro. I won't go through their last names. Who cares? Uh, Bill Hader as Richie, Isaiah Mustafa as Mike, Jay Ryan as Ben, James Ransom. Ransom? Ransone? Ransone? Ransone as Eddie, Andy Bean as Stan, and Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. The runtime of this movie, David, you said it. It's a long one. 169 minutes. God damn. Almost three hours. Budget of $79 million. So what was the budget of the first one? 40? For, was it? I think like 40, 40 million. 40 million. So double the budget. What was the box office? Well, I was wrong on the last one. I think I said 500 million, and it was like, what, 750 million? No, so, just 700. Okay, so I'm going to get... Be smarter this time. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna go 450. Yeah, I'll give it to you. 473. Ooh, wow, nice. But between the two of them, over one billion dollars. Damn. Facts, 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 just facts. Facts, 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 just facts. Facts, 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 just facts, man. All right, these are the facts, David. And a few of these are gonna spoil stuff that happens in the movie, but I don't give a fuck. Eh, All right, the hell with it. We're gonna spoil it anyway. Oh, something that annoyed the shit out of me was the first one. During a flashback to the summer of 1989, there's arcade cabinets. Mortal Kombat, and Mortal Kombat 2 are seen. What? Still, they weren't. Were they? Yeah. yeah, there was a Mortal Kombat. I saw the Mortal Kombat. Definitely, oh, I, I saw. I did not see that. That's an anachronism. Yeah, the Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat did not come out till 1992. Yeah. Yeah. There was a Street Fighter one. They had Street Fighter, and I was fine because that move, that, that game came out in 87, I think. But fucking, that's the one they were playing. That's but funny. On the I did end, not notice Mortal Kombat. On the end is Mortal Kombat. I was so irritated. <laughs> yeah. I was. I didn't see it. Otherwise, I would have caught that too. It would have been like, wait a second. I know we're not going to talk about the book too much, but in the novel, actually, we will. Uh, Eddie 
ponders that he may have married Myra because she reminded him of his mother. In the film, the same actress who played his mom plays his wife. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You didn't catch that? <laughs> I didn't catch that, but I, 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 I did notice, obviously. I was like, oh, he married someone just like his mom. Yeah, he that's did. That's funny. And it was his mom. A license plate on the wall above uh, the owner of the antique shop is uh, CQB241, which is the same license plate as Christine. And the uh, owner of the shop. <laughs> the owner of the shop is played by Stephen King. Yeah. He asks for $300 for the bike, which is the same amount of money that uh, George LeBay play, pays for Christine. Ah, that's cool. The Young Losers Club actors were all de-aged in the film. The first time ever in a horror film. I was curious how they pulled that off. I was like, I, I was like did they film some of did this? Did they pull it off, David? Did they? I mean, it looked a little like a, like a filter. It looked like a Snapchat filter. <laughs> it did a little bit. We'll talk about that. But I thought maybe they, they just applied that filter because it was like a flashback. With It and this film, It Chapter 2, the It movie franchise has made over $1 billion worldwide, making it one of, one of the most successful horror franchises of all time. Okay, so not the most. Yeah. It's probably Halloween um, or something. Yeah, probably. I don't know. This film is the 47th Stephen King film adaptation. Wow. Just the fact that this motherfucker has written over 47 things. He's written like 80 novels. Yeah, he's got to be loaded. Well, not even just loaded. <laughs> he's got to like just, come on, dude. Like maybe take a break. <laughs> he's very you prolific. Gotta, you got to be tired. It took him like, I don't know. I should have looked this up, but I remember hearing it took him like five years to write it. Yeah. Well, he'll rest when he's dead. I guess. Um, Brandon Crane. Uh, he was the young Ben from the original 1990 miniseries, uh, It. Oh, okay. He makes a cameo as a businessman on the video call. Oh, that's to funny. The, to the current older yeah. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, and then the last one that I thought was most apropos to the Swearwolves podcast, the uh, film uses the word fuck 108 times. Ooh, nice. Let's see if we can beat it. <laughs> well, fuck. <laughs> fuck that. All right. So where'd we last leave off? The losers were all gathered around. They made a blood pact. They said they'll come back if uh, it comes back. And yeah. uh, Bev and Bill had a passionate kiss. Yeah. And uh, Henry Bowers was thrown down to the bottom of a well, presumably dead. Right. After he killed his dad and tried to kill the losers. They didn't know they were going to make this movie. So as I talked about, they had to do some de-aging. There's some flashback scenes, scenes that weren't filmed when the original movie, if you had some foresight, if you had the budget, maybe they didn't have the budget, right? Just film that had, stuff ahead of time and just have it. You should film that stuff ahead of time because now it's been two years since you last seen these actors. What do we know about children, David? They get older. They grow up too damn fast. <laughs> two years. They look like different fucking people sometimes, especially when you're like 12 to like all of a sudden 14 or 13 to 15. Well, even with the de-aging, I thought some of them still looked older. Well, yeah, and then they then Eddie's voice they had to like pitch up. Oh, that's funny. And it's overdubbed, and you can tell. Mm. And um, Ben, the fat kid, he's taller, and he's not as he's chubby still, but he's not as he's yeah. He was the one that I thought looked the most different. Yeah, he looked more like a man. <laughs> he's like, hey, Bev, what's going on, Bev? Got, you like I poetry? <laughs> You want to hear some new kids on the block? Yeah. You know, some of them look the same, but for the most part, those those particular ones, Eddie, oh, and um, 
the kid from Stranger Things. They kind yeah. of scrunched up his face a little bit, and I don't know what they did. See, I I wasn't as uh, observant as you. I didn't quite pick up on that. Did I you just watch thought the, it looked. I, I thought it, they were using a filter or something. Did you watch these movies back to back? Uh, like a day apart. Okay. I feel like if you watch these movies, I didn't watch them back to back, but I did watch them a day apart also. So they were fresh in my mind, and I was like, "Dude, something's Wait wrong a here." Second. But anyway. So it's 27 years after the events. It's current time. Yep. Basically. It's 2016. And uh, Derry, Maine is having a... Uh, it's like a carnival. Carnival. Yeah. And there's this dude and he's shooting like, you know, he shoot a water gun to fill up a... In a clown's mouth or whatever or something yeah, like that. Balloon fills with oh, air. Yeah, the first yeah, one yeah. to pops gets Wins a fucking... some sort of shitty prize. Yeah. This dude wins. It beats out all these little kids. There's a little girl next to him. He ends up having handing her the thing, and then his boyfriend comes over. Yeah, and gives him a kiss. I think, right? Yep. There's some of these fucking hillbilly bullies. And they're like, and they're like kids. They're like teenagers. One of them, the, the, yeah, the one that's like the most vocal. I was like, the t- that kid's like twelve or thirteen. Yeah, his balls well, haven't even yeah, dropped. Yeah, he's yet. hanging out with these like much. The other ones looked a lot older. Yeah, that's how hillbilly bullies are. And they're like, we don't want no gay people around here or some form Something. of that. You can imagine what slur they used. And uh, they proceed to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. Like they beat the shit out of him and then toss him like off of a bridge. Yeah. Into, into the river. Like, I mean, I know that happens. Like, I'm not like. It's awful. It, it, but it's awful. It's very jarring to watch and it's very like disturbing. Yeah. It's a hate crime. Yeah, and I hate I hate it. Yeah. So his boyfriend, who is left alive, he's like, no, no, runs after him and goes down there and sees that he's like washed up on the shore, but Pennywise has him. Yeah, and, and he's like, Pennywise, what the fuck? Yeah, Pennywise eats him. Eats his heart out, like <laughs> ah, like sprouts his teeth like he did with Georgie, and then like goes yeah, right at his heart. Yep, gross. And then a bunch of red balloons appear everywhere, and this guy's like fucking confused. Yeah, as and would I. That would be as well. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? And that's it. Uh, that's the beginning of the movie. So, okay. So a couple of things about this, like it doesn't only prey on children. Yeah. And that was my uh, first reaction too. It's like that guy was too old, but yeah, I guess he, he's, he doesn't discriminate yeah. when it comes to when he's hungry. No. And, uh, it doesn't, I mean, maybe it does still prey on fear. They weren't necessarily afraid of it. They were just scared. Yeah. Like yeah, that's the way I took it. Life. Like they were afraid, uh, you know, of their life. Yeah. Right. Cause they were attacked by these bullies. Okay. Mike. Hanlon. Yeah. He's like the only guy that stayed behind. He's still in dairy 27 years later. And is he listening yep. to like a police scanner? Is that what he was doing? He does. Okay. He does. He has like a police scanner so he can go see. And he, he's been noticing that the crimes for missing people or dead people or whatever fucking people it's, have gone up. It's going up again. And it's been 27 years and he spent the last 27 years apparently right after the lo- the events in the first movie everybody stopped talking to each other but <laughs> he spent the last 27 years researching preparing for this day and vowing that he would stay behind because he wanted to if something happened gather everybody back yeah. it's kind of consumed him oh yeah yeah like it's become his life and he and I get the sense like he's put off things that he actually wanted to do because he's yeah, he like kind of views it, yeah he kind of views himself as like doing a service to yep. the town. But 
I will say this, and, and um, listen, we, we might be all over the place with this movie. This movie is a long movie. We're not going to take three hours to discuss it we, like we did with The Thing. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't think we need to. But there are some elements in this movie that I think need to be touched on. And Mike is haunted by the death of his parents. And he constantly views himself as being the cause of their death. Right. He's been told, and this is a theme in the movie and it comes back and it's ultimately, you know, how they defeat it. But they've, they've each been told that they are something that's either what they become or what they strive to like rebel against. Right. Right. So when you've been beaten down and beaten down and beaten down and he was told that his parents were crack addicts, like everybody in the town were like, oh, they're a bunch of crackheads. Right. Because maybe they were black. I, yeah, don't I don't know. know, but yeah, he sees it in, in a, a fire. Like he like has the newspaper archives out and says like, yeah, yeah crackheads he, die in fire. Yeah. And that's what he reads. And then he sees that and he sees that, you know, he remembers not doing anything, just freezing. And he was, the, he could have just opened the door and his yeah, parents he was, would be alive. He was just too scared. He views that he's the cause. So that's what he, has haunted him. And he is staying in dairy and now he's going to bring everybody back. So we also got the other members of the, of the thing, Bill. Okay, he's older now. He's a successful writer. Yeah, he's like, he's like a, a Stephen set. King. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his his books have been adapted into films. Yep, and uh, and it's kind of like, like a weird. running joke that like nobody likes the way his books end. So like yeah. the, the producers of the movie, like and the director, or whatever, they're talking to him like, oh, we need to change. They want to change the ending, and he's like, no, yeah. just do it the way I wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and his wife is uh, an actress working and, on the movie that he wrote yep. he's pretty successful but he gets a phone call from mike and uh it's like as soon as he gets the phone call he's like Phew. all of these people forgot dairy and yeah. what happened to them but as soon as they get that phone call it's like it memory comes back in the form of like nausea or the form of anxiety right and they don't know why yet but bill gets a phone call now what is bill haunted about by georgie georgie and his death and that he he was responsible. Could have prevented it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know the order of everybody getting called, but I think Eddie's next and he's like a risk analyst in New York and he's like yeah. driving down the street. And when he gets the call, he freaks out and he crashes. Yeah. He like zones out of <laughs> He's like, huh? Uh, and then I think Richie's next. Richie's now a stand up comic. Yep. And he goes, he gets the phone call right before he goes on stage and he's like, uh, he throws up and he goes, uh, on stage and bombs. Like he can't even yep. remember his, the punchline to his first joke. Ben's next. Ben's an architect. Um, it's funny. I like how you mentioned how they brought the kid who played him as a kid for this scene. Yeah. Cause I can picture it now. And I, I even know what guy it is. Cause when yeah. the scene starts, I'm like, Oh, there's Ben. And yep. I think that's what they, they wanted us to think. Cause it's kind of a bigger guy. Yeah. And that's then it, what, that's, and then it cuts back to like where Ben lives and now Ben's turned into a fucking stud muffin. Yeah. Now though, when you see the two, the kid that played Ben and the adult version of Ben, who's like this studly, like handsome man, you can see, Oh, they, the casting is fantastic. One of the best things about this movie is the cast. Yeah. It's perfect. Like, everybody looks like, yeah, I could totally could see that, that person, person as the adult version of this kid. Yeah. Eddie's haunted by, the fact that his mom was like so overbearing and he oh, was like yeah. i said victim of munchausen syndrome i think i said that in the first one and his wife is the exact same way yeah, he, he married, married someone wife. just like his mom 
Well, oh, yeah, actually, Mary. the Stanley, I guess we could save him for last, but his arc actually changes before we even see Bev. Yeah. Well, well yeah, but let's yeah, save him save for last. Bev's like a fashion designer, and, you know, she was haunted by her father uh, and, you know, him being a pervert being and everything and being abusive. And she's a successful fashion designer. And yet, you know, much like Eddie, uh, she married someone just like her dad. And uh, yep. she's in an abusive marriage. And she gets the phone call and he overhears it. And at first, like, he acts like, oh, yeah, do you, you know, you do what you got to do. And then he just flips out on her. Yeah, and he, and start, like, he starts Mike? beating her. And it looks like he's going to rape her. And yep. then she takes off and then takes her uh, wedding ring off and, like, leaves it on the... She clocks him upside the head with yeah, something yeah. like she did her dad. Yep. Um, and she takes her wedding ring off and leaves. Yep. Stanley and his wife, um, it seems like they're uh, content just living their lives. It doesn't seem like they have any children. Um, they're planning a vacation. He's yeah, doing yeah, a puzzle. Yeah, she just booked it. And he got that yep, last piece. She just piece. booked oh, almost. a vacation. Yep. And uh, he gets a phone call from Mike. And he's like, okay, thanks, Mike. And he goes up and draws a bath. And he, like, remembers something from mm-hmm. like flash. It, there's a flashback. But anyway, he comes back to him and he slit his wrist. Yeah, and he's, he's dead, dead in the bathtub. Yeah. At first, were you like, oh, shit, was, is this real? Did this really happen? And I was like, yeah, I think his character's done. He did. Well, I knew what happened to oh, okay. character I didn't because know. of the It miniseries. Okay. Back in the day, Richard See, Masser, by the way, from uh, the thing, uh, he plays that older version of uh, Stan. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, I I've, I think I saw that movie, uh, the miniseries, like when it first aired in 1990, and mm-hmm. I have not seen it since. So well, I need to I need to see one. it again because like it would be like watching it the first time. I don't remember anything. Yeah. It's way shorter. Yeah, isn't it's the whole like, thing like three hours? Yeah, the whole thing is I think three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Something um, like that. But all of the uh, losers are who are adults now. They all go back and um, well. And we also here uh, was where we find out Henry Bowers is alive. We get a flashback of him being arrested uh, for his father's murder, and then he's he's in a psych ward now. Yeah, he's insane. Yeah, or they think he's insane. Yeah, he seems insane. He yeah he does. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, and uh, oh, and he's gonna break out too, by the way. Oh, he, yeah, because yeah. Pennywise is basically back and he needs Henry Bowers to needs his help again, yeah, help him. And Mike knows that Pennywise is back because, and this is like kind of why he convenes everybody after he hears it on the police scanner. He goes to the crime scene and he's walking around and he can see, but others can't, written in blood, like on the wall. It said something, uh, what did it say? Uh, so I can't remember, but like it was like a warning to him. Yeah, and then yeah, I don't remember. And then either. he finds a red balloon on the ground. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is really funny because uh, little story. Last night, uh, my wife and I took my dog uh, to the park, and then we uh-huh. went for a little walk around the park. And at one point, my dog like she she will pick up anything like garbage or whatever. Like she is all about that. But at one point, mm-hmm. she tried to get something. I was like, eh, 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 and I kind of pulled back, and it was a fucking red balloon. Oh, Jesus, were you scared? I shit my pants, Brett. I, no, I was <laughs> right like, that's, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so everybody goes back to the town except for, obviously, Stanley, who's dead, and they all come to this Chinese restaurant, and it's like slowly but surely they start remembering each other. Mm-hmm. 
and they're having this great time. They're drinking sake bombers and they're eating sushi and they're having a good old time or whatever. I guess it's Chinese restaurant. So they're just eating Chinese food and just, oh, it's, it's great. I was like, I was kind of thinking like, who's paying for this? <laughs> well, they're all pretty successful. Yeah, I guess. Except for Mike. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Mike's like, like so yeah, thanks for coming, guys. Uh, they're, they're like, Mike, you're paying for the, all this, right? Since you invited us. He's like, oh, I'm a librarian. So <laughs> yeah. You're a successful author. You're a successful architect. You're a fashion designer. Yeah, maybe one of you could uh, foot the bill. You're a stand-up comic. Yeah, come on now. Anyway, so uh, they're, they're all eating all this stuff. And um, then they slowly start to remember. They're like, where's Stan? So they're like, one of us is missing. Yeah, and there's an empty chair. They're like, something about Stan. And they're like, well, well he's not coming because whatever. And then they start talking about Pennywise and the events that happened in the first movie. And they start remembering little bits and pieces of it. And then they start arguing. And it's like, it's almost like that's kind of what Pennywise wants. Mm-hmm. Is he's wants to pitting divide them, them against each other. Yeah, yeah, pitting them against each other. So he... uh uh, they start arguing and then they, I don't know, they open up fortune cookies at one point and it, sm- it spells out like, I guess Stan couldn't cut it. Yeah. Each one of them, their cookie only has one word. Yeah. And eventually, like I said, they get in a fight and they are going to leave the restaurant and go back to the hotel. And they're like, I'm, I'm out of here. Like, I think Richie's like, fuck this place. Yeah, Richie's Eddie's like, 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 yeah, no, I'm not I'm saying Eddie's in the same boat. So they go to leave and uh, Bev calls Stan's house to see where he is because we find out she had a vision from back in the first movie. She said she saw them all when they were older. Well, she saw all of their deaths. That's why when Stanley asked her, like, what do I look like or something like that, she kind of hesitated because she saw him dead. Yep. So she calls the house and the wife tells her that he's passed he away. himself, yeah. So she t- everybody hears this and they're like, what the fuck? They're like, uh, that's it. We're gone. We're out of here. They go back to their hotel. Mike's like, no, Bill, you got to believe me. Let me go show you something. <laughs> so Mike takes Bill to his attic room above the library and shows him all the research that he's been doing and drugs him yeah, on fucking like fucking ayahuasca or something. And he has a fucking trip. Yeah, he's tripping balls. It shows him some basket that gives him visions of like some Native American like ritual culture. or something. Yeah, that they they fought this being like a thousand years ago. Yeah. I don't know. And it, yeah, and it shows him like there's a ritual that here's how you can defeat Pennywise, basically. That part of the movie like kind of loses me. I was a little bit confused too. Um because I didn't catch that he slipped something in his drink until he brought it up. It's like he put something in my drink, he's like yeah, I needed you to see. He's like, and you did, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, I did. Well, okay, Pennywise kills the little girl that got that stuffed animal at the beginning. Yeah. Wait, was that the same girl? I didn't even pick yeah, up on that. she had oh. that birthmark. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, She's at like a baseball game or something like that, and she kind of, there's a firefly, and she chases it, very similar to the Georgie scene, and she goes yep. to Pennywise, and she's like, I'm not talking to you. You're a stranger. And he's like, yep. oh, people don't talk to me because I look different. And she's kind of because like, oh, she has that birthmark. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, because Pennywise says it first, like trying to get it out of her. So like, yeah, oh, exactly. and then she kind of relates to him. And then sure as shit, he does the same thing. And this eats her, eats her fucking face off. 
Mike has told everybody that they need to find a token to burn in this altar. There's a lot of shit that happens. Like people want to leave, but then they keep coming back and they're not going to leave, but they are going to leave. Anyway, he's told everybody that they need to find a token of their past. From their past, yeah, that has some sort of significance burn. so that they can burn it. And I guess that's how you, the ritual begins. And, and that we need to, we all need to split up because each of you need to go collect whatever your, yeah. your token is. Again, um, we'll talk about this. <laughs> okay. So Bill goes back to the storm drain where, uh, well, he buys that bike. He buys silver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he walks by an antique bike. store and he sees it in the window. He's like, oh shit, yep. I'll be damned. And he buys it from Stephen King for $300. Stephen King has a good little bit there. I, I liked. It was funny, although I thought Bill was stupid because he's like uh, Stephen King is. Isn't he like, oh, aren't you so and so? Like he mm-hmm. recognizes that he's an author. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, uh, and this used to be my bike. He tells him, it's like, yeah. dude, you just argued the price up, dumbass. Uh, Don't tell <laughs> exactly. him it has like personal significance to you. Yep. He basically says, it's like, oh, well, now the price is like three hundred dollars. You can afford it. And he's yep. like, ah, you, you kind of got me by the balls here. Yeah, exactly, Mr. King. <laughs> Mr. Stephen King. <laughs> uh, he goes riding by his old house and he sees the storm drain, which uh, uh, Georgie went down and uh, he sees Georgie's boats down there. What? Yeah. I, I thought that too. It's like that thing would have been destroyed. Like how much? 27 I, I, years I, has, has passed. Yeah. He grabs the boat and he pulls it out of there. Not before he gets grabbed by a thousand like fucking little hands trying to pull him under. Yeah. He grabs the boat. There's a there's a little boy who's like skateboarding there. Oh yeah, that and boy now lives in the house. Uh, that yeah, Bill grew and he up tells in. he tells Bill like, "Oh, I hear voices down the sink drain or some shit like that." And yeah, he's, he's like, like, "You need to get the hell out of town." Yeah, and he's like, "I gotta go to the fair," and Bill's like, "No, don't." Well, the kid goes to the fair. That kid's <laughs> gonna die later on. By the way, he's got Just a pretty to, he's got a pretty <laughs> gnarly death. Yeah, Bev. Let's see. Is it Bev that goes back? Yeah, Bev house? goes to her um, the old apartment where she and her dad lived. But there's somebody else living there now, and yeah, she finds an out woman. from the person that moved in that uh, her dad passed away. Yeah, but the old woman invites her in for some tea, and so Bev and she's like, "You can look around." So Bev looks around, and she, the place where she hid her cigarettes is like in the floorboards. Yeah, so uh, they like pry it away from the wall. Yep, and she goes in there and she finds that as well as the postcard that, that says gave her. Uh, that shitty fucking poem. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's her token, I guess. Well, this old woman's not an old woman at all. It's fucking Pennywise. And she grows gigantic with her swinging old woman boobs. <laughs> Dude, in my notes, I, I referred to her as Tit Gollum. It looked like fucking Gollum with boobies. <laughs> she does. Yeah. She does. Oh, I should talk about something that happened in the Chinese food restaurant when the fortune cookies like open up and there's like an eyeball and oh yeah, and then like little, weird like bugs and creatures and stuff. Yeah, that was weird. The reason why I want to talk about that is because that was fucking corny and cheesy looking as all hell. Yeah, the, those visual effects. Like the thing that confuses me about this movie is like sometimes they do such good visual effects. And then sometimes it's like nobody fucking cared. That scene was just weird, but I think it, it was meant to establish that like now as adults, they can also, they can still see things that aren't really there. Because I understand like when that. When the staff comes in, they're like, what are you doing? Why are you smashing this place up? I do understand that, but, but it, it looked, looked like, cheesy. yeah, it looked shit. Yeah. <laughs> like the special effects look cheesy is, yeah. is the only thing. 
Okay, so she finds the postcard, and then Gollum is going to attack her, and she just runs away. She gets out of there, and she looks back at the place, and she's like, oh, fuck this place. Uh, Richie goes to the theater where the arcade was. Oh, dude, you know what we didn't mention in the last episode? Uh, mm. Did you catch what movie was playing at the theater, like on the marquee? Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5? Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, but the theater um, now is all boarded up and closed, so he, he breaks yeah, in. Yeah, the last movie they played there was You've Got Mail. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. But he, he gets a, a token from the, the arcade. The coin machine, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he puts a quarter in and still gives him a token, I guess. I don't know how that worked. They're still paying the electric bill. <laughs> he has a flashback at this point to him playing at the arcade when he was younger and this was kind of that it was right after period. he and bill got in that big fight because in, yeah. in the first one we do see the arcade scene we see the start of it yeah and he's at the arcade and uh i think that's even when bill comes and gets him is out of the arcade yeah, not this particular scene but he does come and get him out of the arcade but uh he's at the arcade and he's playing street fighter against this other kid and they're having a good time. And then uh, the other kid's like, well, I got to go. Or he ran out of money. He's like, well, you can have one of my tokens. You want to play some more? And that kid kind of sees that Henry Bowers is there. And he's like, kind of changes his tune. He's like, why would I want to play with you? Why? We're not, you're not my boyfriend. And Bowers is like, get out of here. Yeah. Starts yelling like homophobic slurs and stuff at him. Yeah. And he's like my cousin doesn't want to fuck you or some, some shit like that. And he basically tells him to leave and, um, Richie leaves. So this is where we find out kind of like, Oh, Richie, is he, is he gay? Is he not? We don't know for sure, for sure. But you know, all that macho bravado that he talks about all the time, like a fucking all these women and having a big dick and stuff like that. Well, that's to cover up when he has a nightmare, like right after this or a vision of there's like a big Paul Bunyan statue in like the town square and it comes alive and then uh, it's chasing him. And then Pennywise talks to him. Pennywise like, Hey, I know your big secret, something like that. So it's like, yeah, okay. So yeah, yes, he's, he's gay. Yes. Um, and we also see him like carving something into, Oh yeah. We see an R plus, but we don't see what the other initial letter is letter is. Yeah. Um, that'll come into play later on. Uh, so he grabs the, uh, the arcade token when he's talking to Pennywise, when he's like saying like, I know your secret and stuff. Doesn't he say like, uh, you want to play street fighter? Like he challenges (laughs) him to a game of street fighter, like Pennywise (laughs) challenges, uh, Richie. But they, they don't play. I thought that would have been a fun scene. And then like, like oh, that's cheap. Stop being so cheap. So that's his token is an actual token. Ben goes back to the high school and he has a flashback. Oh, of uh, Bev. Like Bev comes into like a classroom and it's just him. And he's listening to Cover Girl by uh, New Kids on the Block. Yeah. And then she's really and mean to him. She's really mean to him. And he's like, that's not her. That wouldn't have been her. But he he retrieves out of his wallet that page of his yearbook that he's kept that only she signed. Yeah. Eddie gets uh, an inhaler. He goes to the pharmacy. He had the easiest one. It wasn't even old. And then he goes down into the pharmacy basement. He went to a prescription, right? Yeah. Then he goes down to the pharmacy's basement and he sees the leper. And he starts strangling the leper. And the leper starts like shrinking in his hands as he's strangling it. And then he like snaps out of it. Oh yeah, and doesn't the leper like barf in his face? And we get like yes. just a five second clip of uh, 
just call me angel <laughs> like, i thought that was really weird but i fucking laughed out loud i thought it was funny yeah so did i <laughs> there was another part that i laughed out loud at too and i'm sure it's the same one that you oh, did is it? yeah 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 it's coming um, up <laughs> it's coming up so uh, they all get their tokens and they find their old clubhouse uh which we didn't see in the first movie but they they had this clubhouse and they get a a token for stanley and he brought hairnets to their clubhouse so they could keep spiders out of their hair (laughs) yeah because it's like underground yeah um so they grab a hairnet so they all have their various little tokens now and um uh, henry bowers he's escaped from the hospital because uh his burnt up dead friend uh hockstetter comes back and uh helps him escape and drives him away gives him his knife gives him his knife back and uh, Bowers goes to the where the losers are all staying in their like uh, bed and breakfast, and uh, he jumps Eddie and stabs him in the cheek. Yeah, and you can see the, like the, the blade in his mouth, like to the yes. side. Oh my god! And he's like, ah, shit! And like Eddie hides uh, in the the shower, and then, and then when, he pulls the knife out and stabs Bowers. Yeah, that was pretty badass. Which, which is kind of cool that Eddie did that. Yeah. Bowers falls out the window, but he's still alive, and he's like, "Ha fuck you guys!" He, fucking ate that guy. He's the worst. And he still has his fucking mullet. Yeah, I think I, somebody I think, makes a joke uh, about it later. Yeah, I think uh, uh, Richie says something about yeah, that. Cut that or, fucking or mullet off. And then he goes to attack Mike at the library, and he nearly kills Mike, but Richie saves him he like shows up out of nowhere impales him yeah because uh in the fight like they knocked over like some stuff that was in the library and one of them was a hatchet so yep. richie like hatchets him in the back of the head yep. and this is probably the part that yeah made you laugh i would assume is this the no what was it <laughs> when richie hatchets him and kills him he says i guess you could say that was overdue get it because we're in a library library. and he can't even finish library and he just barfs all over the place (laughs) yeah no that did make me laugh but uh there's another part they get back to bill and uh bill has followed or actually well all this is going on bill followed that little kid to To the the, fair to the fair and they're in like this room of fucking mirrors this fun house and he's in between that kid and the kid's like why are you following me he's like you gotta get out of here (laughs) I'm a pervert. <laughs> That's why. Oh, but he's pounding on the glass. He's like, you got to get out of here. And the kid's like, fuck you old man. And then like on the other side of another piece of glass is Pennywise. Yeah. And the kid turns around and sees him. He's like, oh shit. He's like licking the glass with his yeah. long ass tongue. He's all. <laughs> and then Pennywise starts bashing his head to break the glass to get to the kid. And Bill's like, come on, come on. And he's come trying on. to break the glass on the other side, but he can't. And Pennywise finally gets the kid. Yeah, and he kills eats him. him real nice. Yeah. Right in front of Bill. And Bill's all, huh, well, I guess I'm just going to leave. <laughs> I'm 0 for 2. <laughs> I felt bad for Bill. because, like, man, I, that, I thought that was going to be like his like redemption, of, redemption. Like, for Georgie. He was like, no, this kid's also going to die. That kid's dead. Now, did the kid, did, was it just Bill seeing something? No, I think that was real. You think it was real? Yeah, that kid got eaten. So why didn't everybody think like Bill did it? Like he's been following he got the this hell kid out of around. There. <laughs> yeah, but nobody saw ring, him following that kid. You Each know time. someone's ring doorbell was on and they <laughs> saw it. <laughs> yeah. Like 
There's a camera. There's set a street up camera or something. Yeah, they caught yeah. that interaction by the storm drain. It's dairy, though. Maybe it's because <laughs> it's just a podunk town. They don't have anything. I don't know. All their memories are restored now. They've all like accepted what they're going to do. The group gets together and they're going to go down into the sewers. They have this yeah. fucking Native American basket <laughs> and this fucking tribal ritual that they're going to do. Because just like the first one, Bill initially is like, I don't want anybody else to get hurt. I'm going all by myself. And so he goes, and then but the others all follow. Yep. This is a funny scene. Uh, there's there's quite a bit of humor in this, but mm-hmm. they have that basket and they all throw in their tokens, right? And they say what it is. And then like, uh, I don't remember who threw in theirs first, but they're like, that's not going to burn. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because one of the tokens uh, for Beverly or um, no, who had no, the rock? It, Mike. That's right. Mike's token is the rock. It's the rock that they used to save him from getting beat up by Henry Bowers. It's the one that Bev threw and hit Bowers right in the head. But I think... Uh, Someone threw in an actual, like, the arcade token when Richie throws that yeah. in. And, and like, like, your token is burn. an actual token? <laughs> <laughs> like, you went really literal, didn't you? <laughs> and then The Rock, and he's like, that's not going to burn. It's like, I'm just saying, guys, that's not going to burn. And then he throws in the inhaler, and they're like... like that's toxic. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a funny Yeah, then The Rock, they're like, oh, that's also not going to burn. <laughs> they throw in everything, and they light it on fire. They start chanting, like, light go away into dark or some shit like that. Well, before, dude, before they even do the ritual, though, uh, Pennywise, like, attacks. And this is where we got that crazy house scene. Is is that before or right? I think that's it's right before. At, no, that's right after, because that's when they all split after the balloon blows up. And mm. they all split off. Maybe. And they all have those weird nightmares. I can't remember. Eh, Maybe. I just saw this movie. Yesterday. I was gonna get to. I was gonna get to that. But. Okay. So they do this thing. The lights go down into the basket. They cover the basket, and they're like, "Oh, everything's fine." But then all of a sudden, like a red balloon, a giant red balloon starts coming out of the basket. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh fuck!" And scaring everybody away, and it blows up, and they all go running. And they all kind of split off. Like Bev and Ben go off together one way. Um, I don't know where Mike goes, but I know it's Mike and Bill go off in another way and uh, Eddie and Richie go go off together. And they're like, they have these doors that they have to pick on which door to go into. Anyway, they end up back in that old house. You're right. And I don't know, maybe this did happen before. Maybe it did happen after. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. But they see Stanley's head talking to them yeah it's like in a refrigerator first right and then it like rolls out and it's like talk to them like shut the fuck up stanley yep but then it grows spider legs and richie goes you gotta be fucking kidding did you catch that (laughs) yes dude i loved it (laughs) because when the legs came out i was like oh are they ripping off the thing or is this just like an homage and then when he said that i was like okay i'll let it i'll let it slide yeah it's a it's an homage yeah so that was that was one of the greatest scenes of the movie, by the way, is when mm-hmm. he goes, you got to be fucking kidding. I was like, that's perfect. They all split off, and then Pennywise is slowly, like, getting at all of them. Again, it's like getting at what they fear the most. Yep. Bev sees her dad and the perverted fucking pharmacist and the bullies at school. Ben is being told that he's fat and a loser, mm-hmm. and he'll always be fat and a loser. Richie is getting picked on for whatever he's getting picked on and all yeah, that and, shit's happening. And Pennywise too is like, Hey Mike, uh, did you tell them? Did you tell them about mm-hmm. like the, the ritual from a yeah. couple thousand years ago? Did you tell them that it didn't work? And yeah. they're all kind of like, what? And he's like, Oh, I, I, 
I didn't tell you guys, but I thought if we all believed like that we could defeat it, that it would work. Yeah. Pennywise like, ha, huh, dumbass. Yeah. And so they're all pissed off at Mike. Well, anyway, they all converge back into like that same kind of area from the end of the first one where everybody was in the deadlights. And Richie's like, oh, I'm going to do this again or whatever. And he's like going to charge the battlefield. And then he gets caught in the deadlights right away. And he starts. Rrr. Yep. Uh, Eddie saves him. He comes up and like kills him. And he's like, I think I got him. I think I got him. And, and Pennywise gets flung back or whatever. And Pennywise is now like a giant spider. Oh, yeah, because Beverly gave uh, Eddie, because Eddie was afraid. He didn't want to go. And she's like, use this. Like, it kills monsters if you believe that it does. And he's like, okay. So, like, yeah, he throws that. He, like, javelins that shit right at Pennywise. And it does appear that, like, he killed him. Yep. And he's telling telling, uh, Richie, he's like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I think I killed him, guys. I think I killed him. And then right through the back comes a spider claw. Yeah. Like, impales him right through. just impaling oh. eddie and he's all Ugh! and he gets thrown to the side eddie it, it tells everybody like as he's dying they're like what do we do and he's like well he says through a series of conversations but he says like when i was choking the leper in the basement it got smaller as i was like yelling at it yeah as as i was less afraid as i was less afraid and they're like oh okay so they go back to Pennywise and they basically do what was done to them their entire lives. They're berated. Yeah. They and tell they, them. Cause like Eddie basically tells him like, if it has to obey the rules of like whatever it's kind of inhabiting. So if you can get it small, you can basically just like crush them. Yeah. And they're, they're like, you're nothing. You're just a clown. And he's like, no, I'm scary. And they're like, no, you're not. And there's this, and it's like, as they like slowly start berating it, making it believe that it is what it is, which is kind of symbolic of what happened to them. Mm-hmm. But now they're overcoming it and they're just doing it to Pennywise, this innocent fucking Pennywise. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're being the bullies. No, they leave them alone. And he shrinks down into like this. Uh, he looks like the fucking ginger dead man. He does. <laughs> yeah, like, he totally oh, does. Like, <laughs> turns into Gary Busey. <laughs> turns into fucking Gary Busey. Uh, Mike reaches in and grabs his fucking heart. Kalima. Kalima. <laughs> they all grab a hold of the heart and they all squeeze it and kill squeeze it. Squeeze it together. Yeah. And it's dead. Yay. And then the whole house starts imploding and they get out of there, but they it's have to be poltergeist. Like, uh, who, call, who calls Eddie's wife? Oh, yeah, to tell him, hey, you were here. Your husband's Your dead. Your husband's dead. Sorry. <laughs> also, we did. <laughs> We also defeated Pennywise. He's like, Pennywise? Like, you know, the dancing clown? Like, yeah. What? (laughs) He must have told you. No, because he forgot everything. Oh, fuck. Well, he's dead. The clown and your husband, just to be clear. (laughs) Both. Yep. So, bye. (laughs) Bye now. Uh, They all go back to the old swimming hole, jump in in their skivvies. Yeah, clean off all that blood. And they mourn Eddie for about four seconds. (laughs) And all the scars on their hands disappear from when they yeah. did the blood ritual. And now some time has passed, and uh, Bill is writing a new book, basically the, the story of what happened to them. And they can remember everything now. Yeah. They don't forget. After they leave Derry, they don't forget. Um, Mike is leaving Derry, starting his own life. Ben and Bev are on a yacht. Yeah, they got married. Making out all the time talking poetry talking about poetry 
and Richie goes back to the bridge where he was carving his initials before R plus, and we see that the uh, the plus, the letter we didn't see him carve, was E. Oh, he loved Eddie. So he was in love with Eddie, and that's why he was fucking with him all the time. And then they all get letters, or at least... Um, yeah, they all do. Yeah, and see, so they all do, right? From uh, yep. Stan? Stanley. Yeah. And he wrote it right before he killed himself. And his wife must have been like, well, I got to put these in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, he basically said like, hey, you, you may look at what I did as like a selfish actor that I, I was I was too afraid. And I was afraid, but I also knew that you guys needed to be united. And I kind of thought this might be a way for all of you to, to fight it together. Yeah. And he's like, I wouldn't have been any good because I wouldn't have been there for you guys. Yeah. He basically said like, I was the weakest. Yep. I'm the weakest person. And that's the end of the movie. You um okay. I and and we clipped through that pretty quick. This movie was nearly 3 hours long. That's my biggest problem with this movie is how it's, long it's it long. is. Yeah. My other problem is is the special effects. I don't think they're that great in moments. In some moments I think they're phenomenal. In other moments I'm like, oh See, my god. See, that's how I feel about the first one. And I think this one's very similar. Like some of the effects are really good and some of them are kind of lousy. Yeah. The de-aging and the the added scenes after these kids are now like fucking 25 years old, <laughs> you know, oh, oh, we're still the same. You know, I it's it just didn't work for oh. me. Yeah, it, it, it Again, didn't bother me. If we're if we're looking at this as a movie and not as coming from the source material, there's a lot of shit you could have cut out. Mm-hmm. You know, that whole Native American ritual thing didn't need to be in there. Yeah. You could have had it be like, we just got to go back down there and f- fight Pennywise and just cut out that whole subplot. Bill getting drugged and Mike <laughs> Tri- taking him. balls. Yeah. And them doing that whole ritual and shoving shit into this basket and all that kind of stuff. No, they could have just gone down there and had all those encounters yeah. that they had. Oh, Henry Bowers. Like, why bring him back just to kill him almost immediately? Yeah, I expected him to be kind of a villain that was going to have a big showdown at the end. Yeah, and there was nothing. I mean, yeah, it was kind of satisfying to watch him die, but it it was just as satisfying to watch him die in the first one. Right. Even more so, because he died like being a bully. Yeah. And yeah, Mike being the one to kick him down the well. I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the source material to say like, oh, this was in there, so that's why they kept it in there. But there... There was just stuff that I, I, you could have pared it down a lot, but this is why this movie should have been made as one movie instead of two movies. And the reason is, is because in the book, it goes flashback, flash forward, flashback, flash forward. And they could have done that. If you would have done that, then you could have filmed it all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you could have paralleled stuff and written it as one cohesive script instead of going, well, we'll do the kids parts first because Stranger Things is really popular, right guys? And say, so we'll do the there's more money stuff. in doing it the way that they did it. Obviously, there's not because this movie grossed like almost half of what the first one did. Yeah, but still, but I mean, had they done it as one movie, do you think it would have made as much as the two combined? Probably not. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Well, they could have done it as two parts of one movie. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and still filmed it all at once. Yes. Matrix style. Yeah, instead of doing like, oh, we'll just do the young stuff here and the old stuff here, they could have blended it together and had it young and old. And that's what the director wants to do. He wants to edit it that way for an ultimate experience. Yeah, I think it would be cool too. I I don't know if I'd watch it. So you're still going to get your uh, filter scenes, your Snapchats. 
it, <laughs> my Snapchats. Um, there's a couple other things that I that I didn't like about this movie, and I know a lot of people probably talk shit about this movie, but I did like mm-hmm. was I liked Bill Hader. Yeah, he he's great. I liked actually. I liked the, all the cast. I thought they all did a good job. Uh, we talked about the casting being like one of the better things of this movie. I think the casting was phenomenal. I liked the comedy in this movie. I thought there's like some really funny scenes. Mm-hmm. There's other stuff that I like too. I'm going to give it three Pamela Voorhees okay. heads. Yeah, I'll be interested to hear what you think because you have never seen this movie. And we're, and we're pretty close on this one too. Um, I actually really liked it. And um, I, I think I said this at the beginning. I had heard mostly negative things about this movie. So I, w- I really wasn't expecting to like it. Uh, and I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. I thought the casting was perfect. Uh, as far as like the yep. people who played the adult versions, like looked like them, acted like them. Like I thought it was very convincing. Uh, and to, like I agree with you. I think this one is really funny. Maybe funnier than the first one. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of good humor. Uh, it's got some scares. It's this one's less reliant on jump scares, but they're still they're still there. Yeah. Um, but I agree. It, too too long there were things that could have been cut uh there at times there were things that were repetitive there's still some stuff that i don't quite understand like mike calls all of them all of them agree to come back and they say things like it's starting again isn't it yes and then mm-hmm. they come back and then they act surprised when he tells them what's going on like yeah and i get like okay you lose some stuff but they they were compelled to come to travel this great distance to their old like I, I just thought that was a little. I mean, weird. that's the supernatural part of it, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we got to just kind of forgive that because I just it's thought like it's weird. It's weird they initially acted like they knew what was going on, and then got there and acted like they didn't. I think that was just instinct or something. Yeah, yeah, I guess that like, they just felt compelled or like drawn yeah. towards going there. Okay, I just yeah. thought that was a little odd. They were bonded by the blood. That's true. It's that blood pact. Yep, like the one we made. Yes, but it was poop. <laughs> but it was poop instead of feces. <laughs> Poop and semen. Yes. All mixed into a stew, if you a will. Paste. <laughs> a paste. A paste. A gumbo of sorts. We made we made paper mache dolls out of it. <laughs> yes. Of each other. Still have mine. Uh, it's right here. <laughs> Just out of frame. Um, uh, but I really like this movie. Um, I'm going three and a half on this one. All right. Not as good as the first one, but still good. We're, sa- we're the same distance off. Yes. Just from each other. <laughs> um that's because you're too nice to people <laughs> so what is that 3.25 overall yep so one head lower one head lower than the last one so as a whole it the 2017 2019 movie the saga the saga if you will is 3.75 pretty good pretty damn good that's pretty good invest yeah. the time invest the uh 18 days yeah. it takes Set to watch it a day <laughs> <laughs> uh that would be brutal to watch the whole thing in one day yeah, i don't think i could do that I, I couldn't that'd be too much that's too, too much, much pennywise but uh hey oh I also the second one i felt like had more pennywise in it and it probably did because it, it was did. longer it did <laughs> well yeah i had no choice um, well, we also see pennywise without makeup at one point that was kind of interesting do. bill skarsgård we didn't talk much about him his performance of pennywise he did okay he yeah did good. he's good yeah i like him yeah yeah i liked him in barbarian Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll probably do that movie at some point. But yes, I liked him in that movie as well. It's too new. Yeah. It's too new. I feel like... I don't feel like we... Yeah. And let that simmer a little bit. Yeah. Go go see it, though. I recommend it. Yeah. HBO Plus or... 
It's Max or Max. Whatever the whatever the hell it's called. HBO. Yeah. There you go. Uh, if you have any thoughts on it, boy, we, 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 we cruised through that one. See, Boom. we talked about it in less time than the movie took. I mean, I guess that's true with every movie <laughs> yeah. that we do, but still we deserve praise. <laughs> we do. Uh, if there's any comments that you have about it, or if you have any suggestions for future movies, you'd like us to review, you should contact us. How can they contact us? Yeah. David Twitter, Facebook, the slasher app, TikTok, YouTube, hive, uh, search the swear wolves on those platforms on Instagram, search the swear wolves podcast, you can go to our website, the You can email us at contact at the uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for the swear wolves this week, I'm Brett, I'm David. And this end of this podcast is long overdue huh get it get it to jump right in yep let me check my my balls make sure my balls are good